the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. Taking blame for inflation? No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man. I mean, the only people apparently that are doing well in the Biden economy is Biden's family. Yeah. I do not plan to show up to listen to him continue to lie. So the first president to get tough on China, the guy who started a trade war with him, wouldn't pop a Chinese spy balloon. Now, from the relieffactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. I've got somebody on my team, Tracy, our phone screener, who's the first voice you hear when you call me at 800-655-MIKE. And she had a perfect assessment of tonight's State of the Union speech. She said, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be absolutely brutal. That's the best word used to describe Biden's desperate attempt to pretend that things are going well in America. Right after this botched Chinese spy balloon fiasco. And he told reporters earlier that the Chinese spy balloon won't impact the direction of his speech. Because there's nothing to see here. It's not a big story. And the left really is suggesting that. Ana Navarro is one of the most loathsome characters on The View. She's a piece of work. I don't know if she's a regular on there or they rotate those women in. Believe me, I I, I suffer enough in my life. I don't want to watch The View. It's bad enough to get some of the clips that we, we get. Here's what she said. Yeah, now you got to listen to this. This is really, really fascinating to watch the left pretend there's nothing to see here with this Chinese spy balloon story. Ana Navarro on the View. I think this was about China sending a message, right? And that is that is a serious issue because I think they are establishing themselves, have established themselves as now a major world power, and they want to show their strength. Um, Do you think they wanted to show Biden's weakness as well? They want to look. They love this. They love that, re- that Republicans turned this into this big drama that you know that there's senators it's, and people shooting and pointing guns. Versus but this is this is about you know exercises in, a, in exercises in the South China seas. This is. Uh, satellites all over the place. This is They wanted this thing to be spotted. Mm-hmm. If you're going to spy, you're not going to send a giant balloon all across the United States for a week, right? I, yeah. I mean, the Chinese know how to spy. They, uh, you know, they can do it better. They wanted to create a crisis, a national crisis, an international crisis. They wanted it to be elevated and yeah. be visible and be talked about and they got it. I mean, this is this is gaslighting at a, at a major league level. Really is. There's nothing to see here. 
There's not, the Republicans made a big stink out of this. This was all about Republicans making a big stink out of nothing. Even Biden says that the the brazen act by the communist Chinese won't change any aspect of tonight's State of the Union address. Does this change your speech tomorrow night, sir, and your foreign no. policy no. message? No. Why? He just laughs and says, why would they do this? Because they're Chinese. Because they're Chinese? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, even even the left, though, there are there's some glimmers of hope. Chelsea Handler was on Comedy Central on some show, and she asks a pretty reasonable question. What I don't get is, why does China even need to send this balloon in the first place? They're already spying on us with TikTok. Is it possible that the Chinese spies became the first people ever to get sick of TikTok? I mean, the the attempt at humor shouldn't mask the grim reality that they are spying on us with TikTok. That's why Governor Greg Abbott in Texas is trying to mount a statewide ban on the Chinese effort to do so. And do you think the Biden administration is taking it seriously? Now, let me just go down the conspiracy theory lane. A former colleague of mine, Michael Medved, used to have Conspiracy Day on his show or Conspiracy Hour or something, but he would entertain a lot of conspiracy theories. And he would always refute them, and it was it was always fairly entertaining. I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory or not, but i got to ask you. Did they wait until the balloon got over the ocean so that they can shoot it down, plunging it into the sea, rendering any of the intelligence-gathering material completely lost? Is that a conspiracy theory? I mean, mean, it is. I guess it is. Biden ordered him to shoot it down, he said, on Wednesday. They knew the thing was in airspace, American airspace, for days and days. They knew it supposedly when it was headed right into over Alaska, through the Aleutian Islands and coming into the, you know, the Northwest. What'd they wait for? They wanted to let it complete its spy mission get over the Atlantic Ocean on the off the coast of Myrtle Beach, and then shoot it down, plunging it to the bottom of the sea. Hmm. Well, that's interesting why they wanted to wait. Well, they were worried about those cows in Montana getting hurt. We don't want a cornfield damaged if we shoot it, you know, down over the wilderness. We can't risk that. And it's not going to be a part, apparently, of a State of the Union speech, or it's not going to impact his speech tonight. Tracy's right. Brutal. Brutal. I know Democrats are hanging their heads in shame right now. I know it. There's no way any Democrat listening to my voice is saying, yep, we got this. We're with Biden all the way. Biden 2024, baby. I guarantee you Democrats are turning away from Joe Biden in droves. 
Here's our number on a Tuesday, February 7th, in the relieffactor.com studios. 800-655-MIKE. 800-655-6453. You think Democrats are going to hang in there with Joe Biden? You think they hope he'll be his nominee? The polls show they overwhelmingly do not. Don't forget the Salem News Channel coverage of the State of the Union. I'll be on there along with some of my Salem News Channel colleagues with some analysis after the Republican response from Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Our coverage begins tonight at 8.30 Eastern. You won't want to miss it. SNC.TV. Download the app. You can see Salem News Channel everywhere now. SalemNewsChannel.com or SNC.TV. And our coverage begins at 8.30. I hope you join us and I hope you join me because... I will be uh, ready to rock and roll with some um, razor-sharp analysis after Biden's brutal, brutal address to the American people. Let's get your reaction to all of it. 800-655-MIKE. Join me. Watch the Mike Gallagher Roundtable exclusively on the Salem News Channel. Mike's team, Derek, Tracy, Yuri, and Eric, share their opinions on the biggest stories Mike discusses every day. Get your seat on the Mike Gallagher Roundtable at the start of every hour on the Mike Gallagher Show, only on Salem News Channel. MyPillow is having their biggest sheet sale of the year. You've helped MyPillow become one of the most extraordinary success stories in America today. Well, now Mike Lindell wants to give back exclusively to you, a Mike Gallagher listener. The Percale and Giza Dream Bed Sheet sets are available in a variety of colors and sizes, and they're on sale now for as low as $29.98 with our listener promo code MikeG. Order today because when they're gone, they're gone. The Percale and Giza Dream Sheets are breathable. They have a cool, crisp feel made from the finest cotton on earth. Comes with a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Don't miss out on this amazing offer. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order today. Get them while they're hot. Call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Use the promo code Mike G or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Or go to MyPillow.com. Look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. And with anything you order, be sure to enter the promo code Mike G. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. Mike G, or call 800-928-6034 like we love to sing. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code Mike G. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. Taking blame for inflation? No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man. I mean, the only people apparently that are doing well in the Biden economy is Biden's family. Yeah. I do not plan to show up to listen to him continue to lie. So the first president to get tough on China, the guy who started a trade war with him, wouldn't pop a Chinese spy balloon. Now, from the relieffactor.com studios here's mike gallagher historically presidents will say the state of the union is 
sound, is hopeful, is promising. I mean, they're always going to try to spin it to their best advantage, especially when they're on the eve of deciding whether they're going to run for re-election or not. Biden's speech tonight should be really, really something. Going to be real interesting to see how in the world he's going to explain this Chinese spy balloon fiasco during the State of the Union. The timing of this is amazing. Cover of today's New York Post, one of my favorite papers in America, and yeah, I still love getting physical papers. New York Post cover, deflate of the Union, with a giant photograph of this massive Chinese spy balloon that infiltrated American airspace this week. Deflate of the Union. China balloon bungle hangs over Biden address. A host of questions, including why the U.S. didn't detect the Chinese spy balloon sooner, overshadow Biden's State of the Union speech tonight as Republicans say they will convene hearings to demand answers. Well, I hope so. There better be some answers. Unlike Nancy Pelosi who miserably ripped up Trump's State of the Union speech. Remember that? Remember that famous moment? One of the most shocking, appalling moments in in political history? Honestly, I can't think of anything worse. Have you ever seen a more disrespectful act? Mark Davis and I were talking about it this morning. He reminded me of uh, South Carolina Congressman Joe Wilson uh, blurting out, you lie, when Obama was spewing a bunch of lies. I guess that's sort of close to it. And if memory serves, didn't Joe Wilson apologize? Our South Carolina family can uh, fill me in on that at 800-655-MIKE. I, I can't quite remember. I don't, I don't know that Nancy Pelosi is going to be apologizing for what she did. I saw a, a tweet this morning from D.C. Drano. Who thinks Speaker McCarthy should rip up Biden's speech during the State of the Union? If they want to play dirty, then let's play. Kevin McCarthy's never going to do that. Or would he? Hmm. What do you think? Here's Congresswoman Mary Miller. She's an Illinois Republican congressperson. She was with Breitbart on Breitbart News Saturday. Here's what she said about tonight's State of the Union. She will not, repeat, not be in attendance. Well, I will not be attending. I do not plan to show up to listen to him continue to lie. His entire presidency has been filled with lie after lie. And I'm not going to sit there and listen to him lie and then watch the media and other members of Congress applaud his lies. I mean... Whether it's the border claiming that our border is secure while we are being invaded, um, we by the time his presidency is over, we could have 12 to 14 million terrorists, fentanyl dealers, child traffickers, and an entire welfare state entering our country. He's lied about our energy prices, saying he supports gas and energy. When on day one, he, cl- he canceled the Keystone Pipeline, and his EPA is targeting American energy producers. I mean, I could go on and on with his lies. 
Dan Bongino tweeted something that really rang, uh, uh, really resonated with me, really landed. Have we ever seen a president, ever, in our lifetime, more destructive, more corrupt, who lies so easily, more incompetent, greedy, and weak? Dan's right. He's the single most destructive force to ever sit in the Oval Office. And what's what's really unnerving about it is he comes across as a nice old man. I call him Grandpa Joe, not with affection, more referencing his age than his demeanor, because this guy lies at the drop of a hat. He was asked the other day, Are, do you have any accountability for the runaway inflation in America? And, of course, he does not. Are taking blame for inflation? No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man. Remember what the economy was like when I got here? Jobs were hemorrhaging. Inflation was rising. We weren't manufacturing a damn thing here. We were in real economic difficulty. That's why I don't. Can you imagine saying that with a straight face? I mean, a bald-faced lie, first of all, that's literally untrue. Inflation was not higher before he became president than after he became president. That's a bald-faced lie. Second of all, of course jobs were hemorrhaging. We locked the country down. Does he think we forgot COVID? Is Biden going to tell reporters... Yeah, jobs were in bad shape, they were hemorrhaging, and hope we forgot the pandemic? He doesn't take any accountability for his disastrous presidency. He's not going to run again. I mean, Dan Bongino is right. We'll be lucky to make make it through the next two years, but we're not going to get beyond 2024 with Joe Biden. There's no way. Here was Ted Cruz with Jesse Waters last night, Senator Cruz uh, predicting the end of the political career for Joe Biden. Now, this New York Times article, listen, when Democrats want to kill each other, they have the New York Times on speed dial number one. And what this article is, is every ambitious Democrat, they're looking at Joe Biden. I'm here to tell you, Joe Biden's not going to run in 24. I do Ooh. not believe he will be the Democrat nominee in 24. And I think all the ambitious Democrats are measuring the drapes, and I think you're looking at people like Pete Buttigieg and Elizabeth Warren and Gavin Newsom, who all see Kamala Harris in in their way, and you're right, Hillary is seething with jealousy, and so these knives are coming from every direction, and she's certainly given them a lot to work with. As it should be. Or do you kind of think that he'll skirt, the media will lift him up, they're going to do. I, there's something different this time. There's a pushback. I'm telling you, I see more and more Democrats, more and more independents, turning against this disastrous presidency. In fact, last poll just came out yesterday: Independents favor Trump over Biden in a hypothetical 2024 matchup. As Kurt Schlichter wrote over at Town Hall, count write Donald Trump out or off at your own peril. Give me a prediction of what you see tonight with the State of the Union, which, of course, we'll be covering on the Salem News Channel. Our coverage begins at 8.30. I'll be part of the team analyzing not only Biden's speech, but Sarah Huckabee Sanders' Republican response right after that. 
Uh, I'll be part of that coverage tonight on the Salem News Channel, snc.tv. We're the antidote to the mainstream media. I hope you tune in and watch it tonight on the Salem News Channel beginning at 8.30 Eastern. And as we kick things off this hour on the Mike Gallagher Show in the ReliefFactor.com studios, I want to kind of go round the horn here, get as many voices as we can. Give me your prediction of how tonight's speech will be received. Do you think that even Democrats are going to turn on him? Is America rejecting Biden's failed message? Or do you think he's going to get a pass tonight? Gaze into your crystal ball and tell me what you think that tonight's State of the Union address will look like. 1-800-655-MIKE. Press 1 to come on air with us. 2 to leave a voicemail. Text us your comments on the MyPillow text line. 800-655-6453. However you get here. Please get here. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts and stay current with all the important moments from the show. It's breaking news and what to make of it. The Mike Gallagher Show podcast. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the Mike Gallagher Show podcasts today. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, a church, or nonprofit, and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay up front companies who make you do all the work and then take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDTaxRelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDTaxRelief.org. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org today because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDTaxRelief.org. COVIDTaxRelief.org. Refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. The Mike Gallagher Show. Joe Biden's created this entitlement mentality among the people whose first act was to break our laws by crossing the southern border. Um, And uh, it's just going to get worse. They are going to make more demands. For Joe Biden, um, I guess the the electoral consequences haven't quite made their their selves felt yet, but they will. In the relieffactor.com studios, here's Mike. When I have a bad day, you have a bad day. I, I, I nicked my upper lip while shaving this morning. Honest to goodness, you'd have thought I had to go to the emergency room. And this is how what a big baby I am. When when this, when this stuff happens to me, and I'm it hurts. First of all, I couldn't get it to stop bleeding this morning. I could not believe that a little nick from a razor on my upper lip, and it's in the worst place. It's right in my upper lip. So when I'm trying to sip water, or eat a Ph.D. snack like I did a minute ago. It stings. I feel like I have to go to the emergency. I think I have to go to the hospital. I should get a hospital room just on reserve. Just have the Mike Gallagher suite over at, you know, Tampa Bay General or whatever it is, over here at St. Anthony's. 
<laughs> or Bayshore, Baycare, whatever. I did. I should have a just reserve, just on reserve. It's the stupidest thing. As soon as I did, I thought, uh oh. And it hurt this morning when I did it. I just nicked my upper lip. It's right below, what do you call that little thing between your nose and your lip? What's that called? That's called some area. It's right below that, right on the top of my upper lip. And I've already got a fat upper lip. And it and I can't stop thinking about it. Sitting here trying to do a talk show. I mean, it, it's it's distracting. Tracy have the paramedic standing by in the back by the back door. Cause any minute now I may have to go. Eight hundred six five five Mike. A lot of text messages agreeing that Joe Biden is absolutely the worst president we've ever had. This country is suffering greatly. Greg Gutfeld had a funny, funny take, uh, as he often does on the five yesterday, about what uh, who's who is doing well in the Biden economy during the Biden years. I mean, the only people apparently that are doing well in the Biden economy is Biden's family. Yeah. I mean, it's ama- it is incredible. I guess like they're not going to say who's buying these half a million dollar paintings. I don't blame them because it probably is somebody unsavory. But yeah, the Chinese. Yeah, he's very lucky. Biden presidency came about at the perfect time. We have a frantically distracted population. In the if this if he was if he became president in the eighties and the seventies when I think he tried to run. It would, it would have been even more of a disaster because there were fewer, cheaper escapes from your daily trials. Uh, uh, if You could say, oh, my God, these eggs cost a lot, but then you can go back to re- scrolling on TikTok or popping mm-hmm. an edible, uh, and it's not so bad. We've made so much progress in society in terms of tech and leisure that a recession is actually less felt because we've numbed ourselves. We've numbed ourselves against so much misery that maybe we'll just endure it. It's kind of sad, but it's also progress. Do you ever stop and think about the perfect storm that led Joe Biden into the Oval Office? And I, we can go back and relitigate 2020 and talk about election shenanigans and all the COVID. It was, it's all COVID. It's all COVID related. First of all, so many municipalities changed their election process because of COVID. You know, which which at completely invited widespread, if not widespread, some degree of fraud. And second of all, again, COVID. A lot of people are going to argue, historians are going to look at COVID and President Trump's reaction. First of all, he got COVID. Remember, right before the the election, he was sick with COVID? Do you talk about, again, a perfect storm? Biden conducted one of the single worst presidential campaigns in the history of the country. In the history of the country. Never leaving his basement. It became a running joke. Basement Joe. He was in his basement. Ha, ha, ha. Well, he didn't have to campaign. Because circumstances did it all for him. And... I had dinner a couple weeks ago with a big Trump supporter in Dallas. He told me, you know what, if Trump had been a little more compassionate and or presidential in the response to COVID, 
showed more humanity, he would have won easily. This friend of mine is of the belief that it was Trump's COVID response combined with all the election shenanigans that led to his defeat in 2020. I think there's a lot of merit to that. There's wisdom in that. 800-655-MIKE. Tom's in Chicago. Hey, Tom, welcome. You're on the Mike Gallagher Show. Uh, Biden is the worst president in my lifetime. I'm 68. Biden is not only the worst president in my lifetime, he's the worst president the United States has ever had. He's the worst president the world's ever seen. He's the worst president in the solar system, the galaxy. And if there's other dimensions, <laughs> if there's other dimensions that could possibly exist, he's the worst president in those All dimensions. Right, let, let's compare him to a, a terrible president. Jimmy Carter comes to mind. Jimmy Carter feels like Ronald Reagan next to Joe Biden, doesn't he? Yeah, but they both have they both uh, share a special type of stupid. Uh, he was. I thought he was pathetic. We never seen a like to him. Then we had Obama. Now we got nuts, nutsy. I know. It's 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 actually depressing every day to see the world going down the drain. It's hard to believe. It's kind of hard to believe we're witnessing what we're witnessing. But there. But to me, the difference between Jimmy Carter and Joe Biden is that Jimmy Carter, for all of his incompetence, is a profoundly decent man. I don't think he's a nasty, lying scheming, corrupt individual, Sunday school teacher, building houses for poor people. He's a good guy. You see Joe Biden out building houses at Habitat for Humanity? I mean, look at what Biden said about taking responsibility for the for this for this economy. There's no you can't undo the reality that the economic numbers went to to crap. After he became president, everybody knows how inflation went soaring. Listen to what he had the audacity to say to a reporter the other day asking about taking accountability for some of these numbers. Are taking blame for inflation? No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man. Remember what the economy was like when I got here? Jobs were hemorrhaging. Inflation was rising. We weren't manufacturing a damn thing here. We were in real economic difficulty. That's why I don't. Can you imagine? Just bald-faced lying. And one re- not one reporter says, wait a minute, you're lying through your teeth. The numbers weren't worse when you took over. You think you improved that? And jobs were hemorrhaging because we locked the country down. We shut down, walked through New York, it's still not back. I can't believe how many businesses and restaurants and bodegas and and, and places of uh, of business are closed and are never coming back, ever. People, their their family uh, savings wiped completely out, their lifetime down the drain because of our response to COVID. 800-655-MIKE, 18 minutes before the hour. We're in the relieffactor.com studios. This portion of our show is sponsored by Fellowship Home Loans. Call 800-510-MIKE or go to fellowshiphomeloans.com slash Mike G. Welcome home, Fellowship Home Loans. You know, Derek says, well, tr- every day Trump held press conferences. He held briefings ne- er- every day. He tried, and every one of them was a bloodbath. Do you remember what happened when he tried? And then finally he gave up. Every one of the COVID briefings, all that the left wants to talk about is he wanted to inject bleach into people. 
which of course was another bald-faced lie. But that's all they take away. Every single day, he had a daily briefing. He trotted out Fauci. He had Deborah Burks. He brought out Pence. He did everything he could. He he got the. He, I mean, worked on getting ventilators, sending the ship to New York City. And then Derek says, "But people say he's not compassionate." Incidentally, I happen to believe he is pretty compassionate. I've had the the, the benefit, the privilege of meeting him and knowing some things about him that a lot of people don't know about. But he's not a warm, fuzzy guy. He's not compassionate. That's not who he is. He's not touchy-feely. And my friend's point was, if he was a little more touchy-feely, he would have won. But you can't expect a a fighter with sharp elbows and a no-nonsense, no-BS guy to come along and uh, be something he's not. 800-655-MIKE. Bill's in Wilmington, Delaware, uh, home of the uh, esteemed 46th president of the United States. Hi, Bill. How are you doing today? I'm good, sir. Well, How are let you? me tell you, I've known Joe Biden his entire life. He was a zero in high school. He was a zero in college. He was zero as a lawyer and zero as a congressman. So what you're getting is a number of zeros. That's yep. what we have. It's the Peter Bridge. Democratic Party. And the Democratic Party is trying to put a rift between whites and black people in this country. And I'm not going to let them do that. As a retired police officer for 50 years, I investig- I've held black kids in my arms who are dying. And I wasn't, it was not me. I was doing it. I sure. tried to save their lives. Sure. And this guy doesn't, doesn't appreciate law enforcement at all, unless there's a photo shoot. I got you. Bill, God bless you. Thank you. Karen in Rockville Center, New York. Hi, Karen. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Are you knocking or somebody knocking at your door? No, I'm knocking. I'm doing delivery on oh, the side. Okay. I'm an out-of-work out of restaurant worker. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's what I do on the side. Gosh. Yeah, it's all right. It's good. Well, God was gave it out-of-work re- restaurant worker because of COVID or, or another reason? Yes, because of COVID. Yep. You know, they never opened up full-time because, uh, back on full-time because we can't find anybody that wants to work. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. So I fell in when the other managers are on vacation, but... My question for you is, do you think that all of these election frauds, excuse me a minute, what's going Thank you. The election frauds will go away now that COVID is gone as of May? Well, I think a lot of it, I think it's going to get a lot better. But frankly, I got big concerns about every election going forward. Many of the, many of the districts and the, and, the, and the voting districts and the municipalities that upended our, our, our typical uh, voting laws because of COVID, they want them there forever. And why wouldn't they? It works. It, from their perspective, it's successful. So we better be looking. I, I do believe there is more scrutiny than ever before. There's going to be all kinds of accountability. We had kind of a, of a test run in 2022 with the midterms, and I think the general assessment is that by and large, the, uh, the election was legit, but you better keep an eye on communities, particularly big blue cities with big Democrat populations, where you got the 24-7 drive-through, where you've got mail-in ballots out there and we and we got to play by those ru- rules if you've got a mail-in ballot process embrace it um we but 
listen, the key is we got to keep forging ahead. We got to keep pounding away at the message. We got to deliver the message about why our side is better than theirs and why we got to get this country fixed. What a mess Biden is going to face tonight with his State of the Union, huh? 800 655 Mike. Speaking of a mess, Twitter has now blocked or shut down the Twitter account of a prominent Republican senator. Wait till you hear the reason why. Watch the Mike Gallagher Roundtable exclusively on the Salem News Channel. Mike's team, Derek, Tracy, Yuri, and Eric, share their opinions on the biggest stories Mike discusses every day. Get your seat on the Mike Gallagher Roundtable at the start of every hour on the Mike Gallagher Show, only on Salem News Channel. A year ago, I was well over 50 pounds overweight, but I needed a simple plan that worked with my lifestyle. I found that and so much more with PhD weight loss and nutrition. I'm 53 pounds lighter than I was, and I feel better than I have in years. The program is super simple. Dr. Ashley Lucas and her team customize a plan for your body to make it simple because weight loss shouldn't be hard. They even provide 80% of your food at no additional cost. They treat the entire person. Dr. Ashley believes that all change starts with the mind. She'll help you change your behavior and think differently about food. And the way you eat, you'll never gain the weight back. Best thing about this program, they have an 85% success rate of their clients maintaining their weight loss for life because they have a lifetime maintenance plan to keep us on track. And maintenance, best part of all, it's absolutely free. If you're looking to lose that weight and keep it off forever, go to MyPhDWeightLoss.com today. Sign up for your consultation. Better yet, give them a call straight away. 864-644-1900. 864-644-1900. They'll answer all your questions. Tell them Mike Gallagher said you. Call 864-644-1900 or go to MyPhDWeightLoss.com. This is your source for breaking news and what to make of it all. This is the Mike Gallagher Show. Taking blame for inflation? No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man. I mean, the only people apparently that are doing well in the Biden economy is Biden's family. Yeah. I do not plan to show up to listen to him continue to lie. So the first president to get tough on China, the guy who started a trade war with him, wouldn't pop a Chinese spy balloon. Now, from the ReliefFactor.com studios, here's Mike Gallagher. Uh-oh, don't look now, but CNN just sent out an article. Biden is entering tonight's State of the Union in a weak position. Oh, from CNN? Natives are restless. They're turning on him. I, I don't know why I'm 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 now becoming consumed with Twitter again, and I shouldn't. It's going to burn me. I'm going to get. I'm going to wind up going away again. But there's some there's some pretty compelling content over on Twitter. I think Elon Musk has made it kind of a safer space for those of us who are right of center. <laughs> Florida's Voice has been covering a Ron DeSantis panel discussion that he's been hosting on defamation. And uh, they report just in, DeSantis calls out Russian collusion hoax and defends Donald Trump. So on this panel, Ron DeSantis said, quote, they indulged in that 
for two years and it was almost all based on anonymous sources? I mean, to assassinate someone's character with anonymous sources would have been a total no-no. Now, it's normal. Speaking of having some fun on Twitter, Megan Kelly has a big podcast. She retweeted tennis legend Martina Navratilova and had a pitch-perfect take over Martina's complaint about seeing conservatives on her Twitter feed. Martina Navratilova tweeted out, Why am I getting tweets on my feed from right-wingers, Fox News, etc.? I didn't want that on my feed. Never happened until Musk took over. What the actual blank? And Megyn Kelly wrote, This woman used to be one of the toughest in sports. Now she needs smelling salts because some right-wingers showed up in her Twitter feed. <laughs> Isn't that great? Isn't that great? I wish I, didn't have to, I wish I didn't have to see left-wingers in my Twitter feed. But hey, right, left, or in the middle, follow me on Twitter. I'm, I'm kind of back in it, and I'm retweeting some stuff. And I try to be a little different on Twitter. There's some really unique things that I find. And I just retweeted um, Pierce Morgan's heartbreaking tweet about a picture of a man holding the the hand of his 15-year-old daughter, uh, her dead body. She was killed in the horrific earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. And it kind of reminds you of what people are going through all over the world. We have to be reminded of that. I guess that's one thing about Twitter. It kind of connects us globally. Normally, I'm not such a big fan of that. But follow me. I'm at Radio Talker Mike. I don't have that many followers because I kind of went dark for years. When I saw the, the the cesspool that Twitter had become, I kind of went away, but they they it's like it's like the the Godfather once you're out, they pull you back in. They're pulling me back into Twitter. So follow me. Let's see if we can get a bunch of followers today. I'm at Radio Talker Mike. You'll find the Mike Gallagher show Twitter and I hope that uh, you will engage with me. I try to follow back as many people as I can. I interact as best I can. Uh, at Radio Talker Mike, though, I, like, I think I've got like 60,000 followers. Some people have 60 million. <laughs> but maybe I can get to 61,000 today or 62,000. Who knows? I'll take 60,000 and, and 100. So follow me at Radio Talker Mike on Twitter. I think Tucker Carlson feels the same way about Twitter. He's not real active uh, on Twitter. But, of course, he's very active on his uh, his nightly show on Fox News Channel. So look at what they're doing. They're they're now scooping up the remains of the Chinese spy balloon from the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, good luck with that. They're gonna and they're sending the debris to the FBI in Quantico. What can go wrong there? Here was Tucker last night with some excellent analysis about the way the media is covering for Biden over the Chinese spy balloon in a way they never would have. With President Trump. It turns out, and we learned this from unnamed officials on background, that allowing Chinese military aircraft to surveil your country, including your missile silos, is not the big deal the rest of us thought it was. In fact, it's routine. It happens all the time. Trump did it too. Quite a bit of it, actually. At least three Chinese spy balloons flew over this country while Donald Trump was president. And despite the anti-China rhetoric, he just let them pass. You didn't know that. Now you do, so settle down. This is normal. In other words, everything Donald Trump did while president is bad, except this, 
letting Chinese spy balloons fly over the country, that's very good. And we're taking a lesson from him. So virtually every news organization in this country repeated that claim, including some who should know better. And of course, as soon as credulous reporters wrote their dishonest stories, the Democratic Party and the television stations it controls repeated those stories as fact, which was the whole point. Watch. They are saying we should have shot down the balloon the minute we saw it. I would use two words in answering these GOP criticisms. They are premature and they are political. This is why we voted for Joe Biden, because imagine if this had happened under Donald Trump. The way in which the balloon was taken down allows us to retrieve uh, the parts of the balloon to see what was actually in there. I'm just glad that uh, there was no damage or threat to uh, U.S. aviation operations and uh, that this operation took place, was done uh, in a very effective, excellent way. Some of the statements from the Republicans, uh, especially in the Senate, have just been asinine. And these jackasses going out again, I got my shotgun, I'm going to shoot down the balloon. Uh, no, seriously, they again, they just they make clowns of themselves. <laughs> so the balloon shut down the airspace over Billings, Montana, including the airport. And as it moved east, commercial pilots said they were afraid of it. They're afraid of hitting it. So it's funny to see the transportation secretary who's in charge of all of this tell us it posed no threat, no threat to transportation. But the best is the dismissal of anyone who has concerns. It's those Republicans again with their moonshine and their shotguns and their extra chromosomes thinking it's okay to shoot down Chinese spy balloons. Tucker's uh, reaction, of course, is spot on. What we're learning about this Chinese spy balloon is jaw-dropping. It really is. As Nick Arama over at Red State points out, at this point, everything the Biden team says about the Chinese spy balloon makes the problem worse. I mean, one of the big questions people have had is, why wasn't the balloon shot down earlier? like over the Aleutian Islands, near Alaska, or any of the less populated areas of Alaska, Canada, or Montana. Well, now they're out with more comments. They're not helping themselves. Earlier, they claimed they didn't have a water shot. Well, that answer has now evolved further. According to the Department of Defense, the U.S. did not have time to shoot down the Chinese spy balloon right after it crossed into Alaskan waters. The balloon didn't present a physical threat to the U.S. and Canada, said General Glenn Van Herc, commander of NORAD. He said, I could not take immediate action because it was not demonstrating hostile intent. Um, what? You let a spy balloon from a hostile foreign power enter our airspace with God knows what intention because it wasn't demonstrating a hostile intent? Huh? Exactly how do you judge that? Wait till it gets to where it wants to go and drop something? I mean, do they have to hold up a sign that says, we come to attack you, spy on you? This is an insane military reaction, not to mention a terrible signal to our enemies that we're risk-averse and won't do the basic things we need to do to protect America. That answer also evolved. Did you not take the shot because you didn't have a shot? Or you didn't take it because it wasn't demonstrating hostile intent? Which was it? But it gets worse. Northcom Chief General Van Herc says the balloon was up to 200 feet tall. 
with a payload the size of a jetliner. Politico reporter Laura Sulligman said it weighed in excess of a couple of thousand pounds and potentially carried explosives to detonate and destroy the balloon. So Van Herc is saying it was that big with potential explosives, but they didn't see any hostile intent or potential issue with letting it float over the country for more than a week. Nick Arama writes, am I losing my mind here or is this explanation crazy? I'm wondering if the real answer here, and why nothing makes sense, is that they did tell Joe Biden right away, and he's the guy who was talking about no hostile intent and said, don't take the shot. I mean, and then, of course, comes this goofy report that there were three balloons in the Trump administration that were undetected, but only now we found that out. Wait a minute. How could they go undetected? given the powerful ability that we supposedly have to detect things. Are they saying we can't detect a slow-moving balloon of such size? Yeah, that's what he's saying. General Van Herc said, I will tell you, we did not detect those threats, and that's a domain awareness gap we have to figure out. God, help us. And I mean it. God, help us. What did the incursions involve, and was there any spying? How is the intel community reaching this conclusion? Did they drop this to cover Biden's rear end because of the backlash? And, of course, ultimately, here's the bottom line, and this is why I don't think Biden can avoid the Chinese spy balloon tonight in his State of the Union. I I don't know how he does. We have a huge hole in the defense of the United States of America, if this is true. And they just announced it to our enemies. That's the bottom line. Do you think Biden's going to try to avoid the Chinese spy balloon tonight? What in the world? How can he pull that off? Now, he'll lie. He lies just as sure as the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. But my gosh, what a mess this is. 1-800-655-MIKE. Of course, we'll cover the State of the Union tonight on the Salem News Channel. Join us. Our coverage begins at 8.30 Eastern. I'll join some of my Salem News Channel colleagues after Sarah Huckabee Sanders' Republican response. Uh, You can watch the whole thing tonight on the Salem News Channel. That's the right place to try to get the right analysis and coverage of something as uh, bleak as Biden's State of the Union. Salem News Channel, snc.tv, snc.tv. Check it out. In the meantime, I want to check out your reaction here in the relieffactor.com studios. Join us, 800-655-MIKE. One open line. Want the Mike Gallagher Show 24-7? There's an app for that. Go to mikeonline.com. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. 
Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. He got us a birthday. It's a big one. How many Bentleys can this guy drive? Garth Brooks is 61. All right. Hey, we are primed and ready to have our chat with Mr. Mike Gallagher. I have things that I need Mike's big brain to settle. Morning, sir. How you doing? Well, I, I'm good. Well, I'm, it's been touch and go this morning. I just yes. made it. I just literally walked into the studio as you were ending your message about the great Corey McLaughlin and uh, com, uh, Compassion Construction. Yes. I nicked, okay? my, right. I nicked my upper lip while shaving this morning, oh. and I could oh. not get it to... Now, it's oh. the tiniest nick, but I couldn't oh, get it to stop matter. bleeding. The, the million nerve endings or blood capillaries or vessels or whatever they're called right there at the perimeter of our... You must have been gushing like spindle top. I, could, I thought, I, I thought I got to go to the ER. What am I going to do here? I got to go to ICU. Quick, get my bed ready. It's a Tarantino movie that's broken out here in my I mirror. I could not get it to stop. Oh, and I'm putting oh. the toilet paper on it. I'm holding it. I'm thinking, and I'm late and I'm running and I'm, so I'm driving over the bridge like a crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> holding this tissue over my lip and weaving and honking. I got to get to Mark Davis. I got to get to Mark Davis. And look oh, at me. So I made it. And I made it. Ooh. I don't know how I made it. I tell you what. Okay. I, I, I mean, if you saw where I was with the yep. car as I Moments knew ago. our break. Oh, my gosh. I thought I'm never going to make it. And I got in here. I said, Matt, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. So here oh, we are. Preview excellent. of uh, tonight. This is this is a metaphor for tonight's State of the Union. I'm telling you. <laughs> Stop the bleeding. Blo- exactly. Blood gushing. <laughs> I mean, to stop the bleeding. I, you know, I love something you said. I, I want to, if I don't, if you don't mind, I want to start with um, the Nancy Pelosi moment where she, she, that shameful ripping up of the uh, the State of the Union speech that Trump gave. Do you think, in a lucid moment, and, and I mean this sincerely, a sincere question, do you think she ever looks back at that and says, "Gosh, that was probably a bridge too far. I should not. I should not have done that." Do you think she has any regret? I wonder if she's ever been asked about it in in the years since. Certainly not by the legacy media culture. No, uh, you know, I uh, there was an answer that popped right into my head as you were asking it, and that was to say, heck no, because a person who would do this has stooped so low that they would seem incapable of self-reflection on it. But then I paused, and I'm pausing now, yep. and thinking that maybe in her heart of hearts, hooked up to a lie detector in private with no one else watching, she would say, yeah, that was that was probably over the top. But she will never publicly say that. I'd like uh, to believe I mean, that. I'd like to never, believe ne- that. She'll never, she'll never admit it. No, no and I, but I want to believe that. I Sometimes I, lo- I have to say this. I loathe her so much 
that I have to tell myself she's a wife. I mean, the, yes. the attack on her husband well, kind of humanized her for me a little bit. There mm-hmm. was a there was a restoration of humanity because I got to remember that even these political figures that I yes. revile, they are grandmothers and their moms and their wives. I just try to do that because that I'm with you. I don't. I've never witnessed a more shameful act in public life than that. I, and has I know, there, and people is there anything that, that comes close? No, no, no of course not. Uh, okay, well. Okay, let me give you something that people I can hear listeners right now, and I'll give that that, that one to you here in a minute. Uh, are, how much of our revulsion at Nancy Pelosi tearing, and just go YouTube that if, if there are people listening that miss that, because maybe they're only recently becoming politically observant and stuff. After a Trump State of the Union, Nancy Pelosi stood, had her copy of the speech, and ripped it up on camera in front of the gallery, in front of, of, of viewers. How much of our consternation at that is because it was her and because it was Trump? I'm telling you, if it was the shoes on the other foot, if it was a Republican that did that yes. to a Democrat, I'd be just as disgusted. I'd be this mortified. Is, I would mortified. I would be thoroughly mortified. I'm sorry. I know I would. I'm picturing yep. it. I mean, we got some we got some flamethrowers in the Republican side. If they pulled a stunt like that, we we would be so, obligated to call them out. I completely you, you, you've, you've passed the test, as I knew All you right. would. Now, here's what everybody's thinking. It was not so long ago. It was Obama. It was South Carolina. South Carolina, always in the news. Small state that's in the news all the time. South Carolina. Ralph Norman, Balloons, you lied. Re, uh, Joe Wilson. Or Joe Wilson. Joe Wilson. Ralph Norman's now today. Yep. Joe, you Joe Wilson. In the mid, Obama was saying, I guess it was these, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor or something like that. And in the quiet following one line of the Obama speech, piercing the silence, Congressman Joe Wilson saying, you lie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't, uh, I don't know about you. I, I guess I should, uh, the following day, I, didn't we both say, okay, not, let's not, not good. Not a Let's great not moment. Do that. Oh, and you know what? I said that and got torched. Absolutely got torched. If we'd have had the Patriot Mobile Text line on that day and said, "Well, oh, that's, that's me, but, but that uh, speaks to that tribalism that you and I spoke about yesterday." Yeah, and, there, yeah. and there are things we would go to our corners, and there's some things that I think should defy tribalism. For two things, I, I watched Tucker. I didn't see a second of the Grammys, nor would I care to ever watch the Grammys. I got but one thing. I, I got one thing. Okay, go ahead because I got one. Evidently, thing they did a big musical number that was a literal uh, homage to devil worshiping. Oh, Sam, Sam Smith. What you and, know? Well, oh, and God. it's like devil Whatever. worship. Okay, but but you know, Tucker put it in pretty good perspective. It was all yeah. sponsored by Pfizer, <laughs> so so that's nice. So Pfizer sponsors the Grammy Award. Featuring devil worshiping, and don't forget, take that vaccine or else Look, comply we, or if, else. If if we go to Sam Smith and his stage show to make huge observations about anything, I just totally don't care. That was wild. Uh, it, it's not I my don't know, thing. but, but I, you know I, what? But I, I saw. I but I, wait a minute. But I. But yeah, I know we should. I know you don't care, and I guess I don't either. On the other hand, I, I saw something on. I saw Sorry. something on Twitter that said, "Yeah, this is normal. Don't you dare object." And doesn't that say so well, much but, about but, but, everything around us? It might, but what if it's night? And I don't know if this ever happened. Probably not. But what if it were 1975 and Alice Cooper was out there, you know, chopping a doll's head off in a guillotine? You know, it's it's just when we when we overreact to showmanship. I'll, I'll be the first to tell you that that style of showmanship, showmanship not my not it's, Satan it's, worshiping. It's, it's, 
it's not Satan worshiping. It's a bunch of people in devil horns. It's Halloween, for God's sake. Apparently, we have real, we CBS, have real things to worry about. You need to dig into this a God. little deeper. Apparently, CBS tweeted out, we'll be worshiping with you. Their I official know, CBS I account. Know. Now, I know it's kind of cliched of and it reminds you of the bat and all that, but but there's, there is, I, that really stuck with me. Oh, this is all normal. How about how about the Disney Plus cartoon that just came out? The Proud Featuring Family? The, Yep. Have you heard it? That's exactly what I meant 60 seconds ago when I said, here's something to worry about. A Disney show, animated, and I guess it's a school uh, program. It's on Disney Plus. And the kids are doing a thing, and the entire theme is America's a racist country, slaves are a racist country. You want to hear it? It's a a minute long. It's a minute, minute and a half long. When somebody makes the case that the left is purposefully trying to destroy this country, and they're having some great success doing it, Winning over hearts and minds, young hearts and minds. Check this out. This is this cartoon from Disney+. Plus. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Tilled this land from sea to sea to sea. First there was rice, tobacco, sugar cane. Then Whitney did his thing and cotton became king. And we were its soldiers. Four million strong. Fighting for America's freedoms, even though we remained America's slaves. slaves. Built this country. The descendants of slaves continue to build these slaves. Built this and we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering. And continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for. Slaves built this country. Not only field hands, but carpenters, masons, blacksmiths, musicians, inventors built cities from Jamestown to New Orleans to Bannockhead, Washington, 40 acres and a mule. We'll take the 40 acres, keep the mule. We make your families rich. Heirs, to the northern bankers, to the New England ship owners, the founding fathers, former presidents, current senators, the Illuminati, the New World Order, slaves built this country. We had Tubman, Turner, Frederick D. Then they say Lincoln freed the slaves. But slaves were men. And women. And only we can free ourselves. Emancipation is not freedom. Jim Crow, segregation, redlining, public schools, feeding private prisons, where we become slaves again. As we celebrate Juneteenth for the umpteenth time, our account is still outstanding. Keep the mule. About that. You can keep the mule. Keep the 40. We're taking our freedom. Oh, and, the, and the crowd now, loves it. And now okay. tons of kids are going to see that, Mark. Of course they T- are. Tons of impressionable kids. On Disney. I saw, I, I imagine, and, and I, when people take me to task for loving the Disney brand, because I, I admit that I have. You'll be there next week. <laughs> well, guess what? Imagine paying money to to Disney to teach your kids to hate themselves and, their and hate and hate their yeah. country. I mean, they're I, so angry at themselves. Look at the, those kids are depicted oh as my, just oh my lord, yeah, filled go, with you, rage. Go, let's. In fact, there's a Fox News story on it. You can find that. Just it's called the Proud Family, which is a reboot of an animated show that was on Disney some years back. It is important to say that anybody stepping forward to say that that a, 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 a recounting of American history should have have great appreciation for the obvious contribution of slave labor to, to, to this country's foundations and buildings and states and infrastructure. Obviously, obviously, obviously. But in there, I was just making notes while you were playing it. Reparations, white supremacy. Our country has not atoned. Has not atoned. Are you kidding me? Uh, the, the the attack on Lincoln uh, that prisons that I guess putting a black guy in jail is slavery reincarnated. God help us.
I mean, so. you know, any kind of objective historical lens looks at all aspects of history, like you said, all perspectives, not just a single perspective right. that is, frankly, biased towards a Marxist narrative. I mean, yeah. this is like Marxism, and, and we are bad. And this, incidentally, is the foundation of critical race theory. That's exactly. You know, this is the in-school curricula, no matter how many times people say, oh, we're not really teaching critical race but theory. Then they, but then oh, they're yes, defending it. Of course exactly. they are. If they, weren't to, if, they weren't, if, they were, if they weren't not teaching it, they wouldn't defend it. Yep. They'd go crazy at the idea. Look at what DeSantis has done, the statewide ban on it. And incidentally, speaking of governors and statewide bans, how about your governor, Governor Abbott, and the, the statewide ban on TikTok? Absolutely. You know, I mean, we got some we got some really solid governors in this country. Never lose sight of what these state leaders are trying to do um, over. And, and as you pointed out, Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee tonight with the, I know. With I'm, the I'm Republican response. She's she's great. And I don't you know, I don't want to overreact or fawn or anything like that. But I, when I watch her, I will be, I'll be, I'll be thinking about the very extensive running mate derby who will run with Trump or DeSantis. Well, in, you know, and like you said, a couple of white guys probably yesterday's yeah. news it's probably yeah. gonna be i i just saw tulsi gabbard came out with a big regnery book deal she did she signed a a two book deal with with uh, salem's regnery publishing excellent we'll see but hey a lot of people like her and beware of tall i'm just telling you if you want a couple of conservatives on the ticket you ain't gonna get it with tulsi gabbard oh no of course not she she like bill maher who i invoked earlier gets credit for being a, a liberal in her case a former Democrat who nonetheless has clarity on some big picture things. And, I, and I'll always give people benefit of the doubt for that. 60 seconds. This is because on, on the Grammys thing, which I, I DVR'd through all of it, and there were some great moments like Bonnie Raitt getting Song of the Year and wonderful things like this. But I'm sorry. What America wants to know, there, there are two things on America's mind Num- this week. Number one, Chinese spy balloon. Number two, what in God's name happened to Madonna? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do, and I okay. and I have to tell you, I see a lot of women in New York like this. I don't I, know but, why women oh, think that's attainable, but I or don't. Desirable. So Madonna, who went from uh, unbelievable talent, her Super Bowl show not so long ago was great, unbelievable track record, fantastic records, amazing artist, quite an alluring figure, you know, just went with her whole uh, vibe. And, and then, listen, we all age. That's okay. I don't care. Uh, but she was on Jimmy Fallon a few weeks ago and had like the grills, the weird metal teeth that are some weird. Co- modern affectation but the thing that was but she's apparently had some work done. she looks like she has been had a some horrible, work done what but listen everybody's had some a lot of people have had work done you know jane fonda's had work jane done. fonda's she had work she looks uh, yeah she's admitted it she but you can get work done but that's a look no that apparently women they they i'm telling you they are striving to get there it's but, those fillers and they put stuff in their lips and madonna looks no. like she was in a horrible industrial accident and nope. the work was done by somebody who spat Walls for a living. I'm telling you, that's the goal. That's what she's trying to look like. And remember the cat lady from New York, that Jocelyn yeah, Wildenstein? Yes. She started that trend. But I've seen women, in, I've only seen them in New York. I haven't seen them in Florida, but in yeah. New York, I've been out to dinner. I've seen some of these women. I'm I bet thinking, something in California a bit. I uh, guarantee you, California. Maybe right, certain I mean, parts of Dallas. Ladies, All right. Because uh, what old is Madonna? Madonna's like she's 64. My, 63, 64. Yep, yep. And she doesn't, it they, looks like, well, she's unrecognizable. She's unrecognizable. Recognize and I and I don't get it because I'm guessing that 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 Madonna would it would have been otherwise a thoroughly attractive, handsome, alluring mid sixties woman. Why not leave yourself alone? 
I don't, well, oh, I don't know. Right. Well, let, let, neither of us have any room to talk about no. how we look in our 60s. Hey, tonight is going to be a late night. I'm going to be watching uh, the, the State of the Union along will with you. you. And then will I you. will be part of this. Uh, I have to because I'm going to be part oh, of the Salem, Salem News, News Channel, Channel coverage. Yay. Yep, starting Excellent. at 730 Central, 830 Eastern. Uh, we'll carry it uninterrupted. We'll have Sarah Huckabee Sanders' response. And then yours truly will join some of my Salem National colleagues and we'll have some Excellent. commentary afterwards. So check it out. That, now that's something worth considering. S- SNC.tv, SNC.tv, see you tonight, and we'll be back tomorrow with you. On time this time if I don't cut the other side of my lip. (laughs) Exactly. Please be Uh careful. Please be careful. Mike Gallagher there for us as soon as we're done here at 10 on 660 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com salemnow.com